uh, we're your children. Why aren't you looking after them? Why, why are you bring a buying a new clothing for Yomtev? But Gam Kwas, because she compared herself. She said, look, honey, I'm busy buying the other clothing for my children. You're doing the same for yours. I'm bringing up my children. You're doing the same for yours. And therefore, the, the way she was Mitzayr Chaynab for not having children was through her children. And therefore, the middle connected middle was exact. The way that Kodesh Baruch was Mitzayr her was through Chaynab's having children. That's when she built the Tzayr of not having children. And therefore, the Xayr on her was meant to be she would lose all her children. She would be in the same position that Chana was. And it was just Chana's Tzvila for her, which saved the last two. And therefore, and therefore, uh, they credited to Chana because they were saved in her schos. Not in her schos. The Xayr on her was that she should lose all her children. Okay, so that's, uh, that's the, the lesson we learned from this Pasuk, that there's a reversal. And the same thing of the Pasuk before. The Sveim Alechem Neskaru those who were satisfied uh, now had to go hungry, they had to, so to speak, hide themselves out for bread, and those who were hungry were no, were no longer. The Gemara says this in Tmura, the Gemara says, Asher, Barash, Nifkashu, If a poor person and a rich person meet each other, Hashem made both of them. And on that, the Gemara says, if there's a meeting between a rich person and a poor person, and the poor person, the Ani says to Asher Parnasani, he said, support me, feed me. So if the Asher dies, what's up, it's good. And if he doesn't, Vim Lav says, the Gemara, Oyse Shleim Hashem. Hashem says, Misha Asher Lezeh Ani, Yasehu Asher. Misha Asher Lezeh Asher, Yasehu Ani. In other words, there's two parts. If a person doesn't give stock to others, so then the medical against men is going to be, not just that he's going to lose his money, and he'll become poor, but the reversal. The Ani who he had previously asked, asked him for support is going to become rich. It wasn't an An Ani is an Ani. And uh, he suffers not having food, he suffers being hungry, he suffers knowing want. But when he meets an Ashir, so now the Ashir is going to be the cause of more tsar for the Ani. Because now his hopes up, maybe the Ashir will help me. He's a person that can afford to help me, maybe he's going to be the source of my salvation. And when the Asher refuses to do that, so it's not just that the Ani has the Tsar of being an Ani, he also has the Tsar of the Asher not supporting him. And therefore the Midakinaki Mid isn't enough just that the Asher should be an Ani, but it should be a reversal. It should be through the fact that, uh, that the Tsar of the other person being an Asher, which is the same Tsar he gave the Ani, of, of the Kira, that this Asher doesn't want to die. It's the same Yisrael, therefore he also is a reversal. And it's not just that a Kodesh Baruch Hu changes things in the world, it's a medical negative matter. It's a medical negative matter that somebody who desires somebody else, so that itself sets in effect a certain anhog of a Kodesh Baruch Hu that it's going to reverse. And that exactly the same tsar they will go to somebody else, it's going to come back to them also. I guess that's what Khana meant when referring to herself in Pasuke. Now, we saw always that the Targum explains the Psukim not referring to Chana herself, but rather it was the Nevoah of what's going to happen in the future of Taisha. So let's go back to these two Psukim we learned, Pasadar and Pasuke, and let's understand how the Targum understands these Psukim, what they're referring to. So in the Pasadar, the Keshes, Gibari, and Khashim, that the, the, the bow of the, of the strong was broken. So the Targum explains, he's talking about the miracle of Hanukkah. That the the, the, the archers, he used the cashes as a reference to Yavon. The soldiers of Yavon, they were broken. Their, their bows were broken. 
the Nitsholim, those who were weak, those who were failing, which means the Hashmalayim, which were weak, Azrecha, they became powerful. Um, why is the Chorah, this could be referring to many incidents in Jewish history. Why is the Dafka refer it to the story of Hanukkah? There's a very interesting Midrash. And the Midrash says that how did the, the Maccabim, how did the Hashmalayim fight the Yavanyim? They were a few and they were, weren't trained soldiers against a tremendous army. So what, what did they do exactly? How did they, not, never mind the fact that they were most nefesh to, to declare war on Yavon, but how did they fight? And so the Midrash says that they actually didn't fight. They came to battle, davening, and what Hashem did is He caused the Malachim to turn the arrows of Yavon around. So the more Yavon fired at them, those arrows turned around and boomeranged. So that's the Kashus Kibarim Khatim. The the bow of the, the powerful that person led to their own misfortune no, their, their own downfall, their own destruction. Whereas the Nikhsalim, the Khashmarim who weren't able to fight, they were the ones who became they were Azrachai, they were the ones who emerged victorious. And you can be dying that Azrachai, that's all they Whereas the first Neskaz, the second Hanukkah, and the next next the next part, the Pasuk in Pasuk Hay. Those who were surveyed, those who were satisfied with leg, with bread, they are now in the sky room. They became poor and they had to hide themselves out for food. Those who were hungry originally, they were no longer hungry. The Targum explains this is talking about Haman the Russia. Haman, we know, was one of the Ashiri Adam, one of the wealthiest people in the world. And from that, and obviously Haman himself was killed, but his family, who had grown up in tremendous wealth, uh, the children of Haman, after Haman was killed and after tens of, ten of his sons were killed, we know Haman had other sons also. Haman had other sons also, and they ran, obviously, for their lives, and they were reduced to being beggars to beg for bread. And that was uh, from the height of their success and power and wealth, they were reduced to having to hide themselves out for food, having to beg for food. Whereas the Ra'avim, that was Mordechai Nest, and they were called Ra'avim because they fasted for three days. So, from the, they were no longer in that position. Uh, they were talking about that they forgot the, 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 the position they'd been in before of being threatened, of being in danger, of Haman's decrees. And uh, they, they, they assumed Haman's position. Mordechai became the next prime minister. The Akara, which is Yodah Shiva, this is a, a reference we have many times in the Nakh to Yishalayim. Rani Akara La Yalada, Yishalayim, when her children, which is Klai Yisrael, are in Gada, she's called an Akara. And uh, when she's Yodah Shiva, is she's going to be one day refilled with Jewish people, we're at the beginning today. That uh, Yishalayim, once again, is a, a sense, a vibrant place, full of Yidin. That's the that's what the uh, Navi says about the Shalim, and Bakara says, "Atamim miyarad liyasele." He gave birth to Rabbi. So once again, Shalim will be fulfilled. The Rabbas Panim, the Rabbas Panim is we know that one of the titles of Esav is or referred one of the names which is referred to is Tidal Melech Goyim. We know that the four Melachim which Abraham fought were really. A representation of the four Malchus, which are later going to ruin the world, and as I'll point out to us, Shinar is Babel. 
and Elam is Paras, and uh, and uh, and another one is Yavan, and Tidal Melech Goyim, the Raimi. Why is it called Melech Goyim? Because Raimi overcame lots of different nations. There's a conglomeration of a lot of different uh, nationalities and people which became part of the greater empire of Rome. That's the Rabbah Spanim. The Rabbah Spanim of Lala, which is going to be empty, she's going to be, all her children will be destroyed. And therefore it's referring to the future when HaKadosh Baruch will take his Nekama from Esau and restore the multitude to Yerushalayim. So these were the three miracles that didn't happen. The three, no, it's just the miracle of Hanukkah, the miracle of These were things that Hanukkah also in Ruch HaKadosh because they hadn't yet happened. Even the Purim was before Hanukkah, right? Like I said, the, the Nevoah aspect of what you said, that's referring to the future. Now the next pasuk, Hashem meimis mechayeh pasuk vav Hashem meimis mechayeh. A kaddish baruch hu kills and brings back to that. Married Shaul vayav. He sends people down to the Shaul's gehinnah and he brings them back up again. Once again, what's Chana referring to? But in her own life and historically for Tayisha. So it's interesting that Rashi doesn't comment on this pasuk at all. Um. The other question here too say it's not talking about Khanlip specifically, it's part of the general um, the general pattern that she's been describing that Khalish Broker can reverse things. And therefore the those who have missed and Hashem brings it back to life, and those who send down to Gehinnam and Hashem brings it back up again. But Khazasimudna. And that is this Nevo is talking about something specific. Let's talk, let's talk about the second part of the Pasuk first. Chazal said that Marit Sha'al Vayal was talking about Karach. We know that Shmuel was a descendant of Karach. We know Chazal tell us that the reason why Karach thought he was going to be successful in his campaign against Moshe was because in some kind of Ruch HaKadosh he foresaw that Shmuel was Yetzim in Chalotzov. And therefore, Chana uh, is talking about uh, her husband's ancestor when she's talking about this pasuk that uh, it says about Karach uh, they all went down into the shawl so that's the first part of the pasuk Hashem is married shawl he's married shawl he sends people down to the shawl and he brings them back up again what's this referring to? So there's Machlokes in the Gemara about about Karach, if Karach is still in the Sheol or not. Uh, there's one opinion that says Karach is still in the Sheol. One of the Tanaim, Sanhedrin, that Hashem was married, that says that they went down to the Sheol, they're still there. There's a Mashmoros like in the Gemara also, when the Gemara says uh, in Baba Basra, the Rabbi Barachana says, Yohanovi, Hutaya, took me to a place in the Midbar, where there was smoke coming from the ground. And he said, if you put down your ear and hear what they say, and he heard them saying, why Shemes with Terasi Amis? And Rabbi Khan said, I asked the Taya, I asked the person who brought me there, he said, said Yohanavi, who is this? He said, these are Anshakarah. That every 30 days they brought back here um, in front, from where they, where they are in, the, in Sha'ol and Gehinnam, and they're saying again and again, why Shemes with Terasi Amis? Now, the story of Rabbi Khan was a long, long time after the Nevo of Khan. That was already the time of Amarayim, we're talking at least a thousand years later. And if that's the case, so then there's a Gemara clearly holds 
Vedanshikarach was still being punished again. And it's one shit. So the other shit is that the Telam Chanel Bitfilasa, and when she said, Mayur Shal Vayal, that Hashem can send people down to the Shal, but Vayal can bring them back up again. And therefore, they understand that Chanel Bitfilasa somehow was Malikarach. Malikarach from the level of him that he was in. Now, this is finished. Both, barely both of them are explanation. What's the idea that Karach would still be in that being punished again? And what's the second side, which is that Chana's Tefillah helped to bring Karach back out again? Um, it could have been, like, couldn't be, I couldn't have talking about this kid, isn't it? So what was wrong with Karach Hashem? Karach Hashem, that, that is, I can afford to argue with Moshe, I'm sure that I'm not going to get destroyed, because I can see that the Shmuel is going to come from my descendants. So, what was wrong with Karath Cheshman? Karath Cheshman was that he relied on his children to be loyal to him. And therefore he thought, if they're going to support me, if I get punished, they get punished. And if that's the case, where is going to come from? And therefore it must be, Karath felt, that if I, that a copy, any of us will get punished, so obviously we're not going to, we're not going to suffer from fighting against Moshe. What Karath didn't expect was that his children would turn against him. And that is, instead of supporting him, they really want to, they went, they moved to support Moshe Rabbeinu. And therefore, even though he went down to the Shaal, his sons were saved. And therefore, Shmuel will still be born as a descendant of Karach's sons, whereas Karach himself, Karach himself was punished. So that, that was the, you know, the, the point that Karach didn't foresee. He didn't expect his children to not support his companion. That's why they were saved and he wasn't. Now, well, that's the case. The Mepharash says that he's not talking about Karach himself. The Mepharash says that Karach is still getting him, that's written for Naim. We'll explain the Pasuk, talking about Karach's sons. That they were married Sha'al, they were meant to fall down to the Sha'al like everybody else. But for Yal, it says, Makam is Batsal and him again. Because Prophet found, sorry, so he stopped them falling to Gehenna and brought them back up again. And that would be where the key of this this idea of Hashem was being married Sha'al, for Yal was. Because Prophet, on the one hand, originally was Gaiser, that Karach and everything he had would fall. But then afterwards, Vayal, he brought them back out again. That's uh, that, why, why this Shavuot was necessary, because that ensured that late, a few days later, Shmuel and Navi would be born. That's if it's referring to, to Karach's sons. If it's referring to Karach himself, so then why would, if Karach was next on him, so go to Gehenna, and stay in Gehenna, so what changed here? What changed here that Kiido as the source the Chanus uh, Tefillah, he came back out again. And the aside is, the aside is that this is something Gemara tells us in Chaylek, a, uh, a few people, and that is the concept of Brahma Zaka Abba. Brahma Zaka Abba means that the Schusim of the son can help the father. That even the father of the Rasha isn't confined or condemned to. Uh, eternal Gehinnom because of the Chosim of his son. The Gemara says about a few people. When the Gemara talks about the four kings, the Gemara talks about Manasseh, and the Gemara talks about Yeravam, and the Gemara talks about Bilam, and uh, Achav. And uh, the, uh, on that mission, those are the four kings who don't have Adam Abba. So the Gemara asks, what about Achaz? He was also a big t- a Russia. What about Amman? He was also a big Russia. Why, did, why, why aren't they in the list? And in both of those cases, the Gemara says, because Ochaz had a son called Chizkiyo, and Oman had a son called Yeshaya, or Yeshia. And Chizkiyo and Yeshia were the two big tzaddikim of the kings of Yehuda. 
and therefore bischusam their fathers didn't get didn't lose the chayyim from Abba. Bischusam they were married their father from that that verdict that uh, being this complete destruction of not getting chayyim from Abba, which is very interesting because we can't say it was in their credit. Neither of them brought up their sons to be a rasha. Exactly, exactly the opposite. They did their best to bring up their sons to be rashi. Uh, Achaz, for example, actually tried to kill his son Cheskiyo, but maybe married him to Moelech. And it was only through a mixture of uh, his mother's interference and a nest that he didn't get killed. And Amoin, uh, also no, no big tzaddik, when he brought up his son Yeshiyahu, he made sure that Yeshiyahu would never see a Sefer Torah in his life. And you should never know that there's such a thing called the Torah. Yeshiyahu was very surprised when years later they brought him a Sefer Torah, he didn't know what it was. And this is the king of the Jewish people. So neither of these fathers did a particularly uh, admirable job of being mechanic their children. Nevertheless, in both cases, their children turned out to be tzaddikim. And as a result of the children being tzaddikim, they weren't put on the list of those kings who don't know And therefore we see that this is something which isn't just the result of the father's good chinuch, that his son gets through, that his son can save him from Gehenim. It's something more than that. The very fact that he's a son. It's an amazing idea. That a father could trust him for what his son does, even if it reminds that the father can't take credit for what his son does. So why would they have a son like that? The other one is not. That's why there was a I don't know. But the fact that there was a Zaykh spared them from that punishment. Like Terach had a son of Rome. Sorry? Terach had a son of Rome. Right. Why does that say that? 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 Chazal said, "The pasuk in Tar, Itameh Halay Echot. How can it be that someone thinks Tar can come from Itameh? How can it be Avram can come from Terach? How can it be Chizkiyot can come from Achos? Halay Echot. That's Yechidah Shalayim. We don't understand it. So we have such a Chazal have have the Tzmiyah. How can the Rasha give birth to such a Tzadik? Okay, Halay Echot. There's a Hanag in the world which Hakadosh Baruch Hu does these things. So that's the case. If that's the case. So then the same thing over here, and that is Karach might have been." languishing in Gehenna for many years. But now that Shmuel is born, and now that Shmuel is going to be a tzaddik, vayal, the schus of Shmuel is going to help his ancestor Karach too. And that's why here, Hanukkah could say that uh, would be a, a kiyom of this, of this concept that that Hashem would take Shmuel, uh, Shmuel, Hashem would take Karach back out of Gehenna. What's interesting is that that Lechayra would only then be a schus for Karach himself. Right? Not everybody else. And therefore, the fact that the Rabbi Hanukkah heard the Anshe Karach, that was still saying Moshe Emes for Terasi Emes, well, Dasan Naviram, there were other people there too. And we don't find that in Ischos. And therefore, even if Karach himself was given a reprieve, the Karach, the rest of Karach's band of followers, we don't find that in any specific Ischosim, could be there still there. So that's, that's uh, what, what Khan is referring to when he talks about being married Shalvayo. Now, what's Hashem's name is in Hashem is Mamis and he brings back to the African. What's he referring to? So the first part of the passage which talks about Hashem and Hashem Mechai. That Hashem kills the person and brings him back to life. In other words, uh, that's the basis of Nimunah, the basic point of Nimunah. What's it going to do with Khan Hashir? What's it going to do with Khan where, where, where do we see a, a chedek of that in Khan Hashir? Uh, we don't find that she died and came out to life again. Anyway, the Khan Hashir is, we know, the Gemara says, that the person doesn't have children is Khashim Kameis. When Rachel says, So that's a concern of the Chinah being Misa, 
Mechayev and Akhazash Baruch Hu gives the child that in some way to that. Now she doesn't just mean that in a, a, a sense of a trush. The Maya said that you say this true as well. Akhazash Baruch Hu kills and she can bring back to life also. But when she felt it herself, that, that ch- changeover from Mr. Tachayim is uh, what she felt in herself, being in a position of being Dome the Mace, the person that isn't, isn't able to have children, to, when she experiences a certain chiyos, when a Kaddish Baruch gives her child. So that's the, that's the meaning of the Pasuk, if it's relating to Chana itself. If it's referring to Kaya Yisrael, uh, as in the word the Asid, so then it's Pasha. Hashem Hamish and the Chaya is referring to the man of Mashiach, when he's going to be Tchiyos HaMesim, and therefore, the, there'll be a concept of the tzaddikim who died in this world will be Hashem will mechayed them and bring them to and bring them to the immersed Mashiach or bring them back to life again. That's the concept of chesed mesim will be then. And the second point, married shalvayo, and that is even people who went down to Gehenim. So the Ma'aseh there's a certain period that they punish the Gehenim, and after zayo Hashem brings them back out again. Now the Ma'aseh is it's this is something which the Mefarshim tell us. We people don't think about so much. Coming out of Gehenna is a Bechina of Tchiyas HaMesim. It's not like you know, going to Gehenna is a person confined to a prison cell. And they stay there forever and they have to be in there come out. The concept of fire of Gehenna is it destroys a person. He possibly gets burnt by the fire. He's, he's, he's disintegrated. And uh, the concept of coming out of Gehenna, because Baruch has to mechayim him. has to bring him, can recreate him so to be taken out of Gehenna. Okay? It's just like a cleanser. But the cleanser is that it's destroys the person and then obviously depending on how bad he's a very well. but someone who's who's a zaycha to a high level of Gehenna the Gehenna destroys him and becomes Afer like the Gemara says a nice him Afer they turn into ashes and then he gets built and back up and now he has to be recreated again and if that's the case the Gemara Chalvayal isn't a less of a nest than Hashem is Mamesu Mechaya it's a Mamesu Mechaya in a spiritual sense and to come to Gehenna then he's a Tchirsu Mesim there to and then Hashem does both for the tzaddikim, Hashem is mechayed and he brings them back to life in this world. Even for the Rishayim, when Gehinnim, if when they zeichet to finish Gehinnim, so the concept of Hashem is mechayed and he recreates them, so to speak, in order to come out of Gehinnim again. So we have both of these these things, which are the the comparison, which Chana says, and here Chazal Darish, that one of the rays that Chis Mesim Torah, Hashem Meimus Mechayed, nothing with different people. There's some people Hashem kills, there's a new dar Hashem brings to life. It's talking about the same people. Just like in the Pasuk, Shalva Yal. You can't, it's not two different people. You can't be mad at people from Gehenna who never went there. So it has to be the same people that Hashem sent down into Gehenna, the same people Hashem took out of Gehenna. And therefore, the first part of the Pasuk has to be that way too. Mamis, and the same people Hashem was Mamis, is other people Hashem is Machai. So Chazal points out as one of the rise in the Psukim, which talked clearly about Chesamesim, which is what Chana was doing with Shabbat. The raya is from her, meaning how? Why is this raya from Sukkim? Because the karaim and it's like him said, "Ein elamera echot," and they did not chesed mesim. So therefore, we we don't want to find proof that Rabbanin and the Mishnah itself chesed mesim, which is the first, not surprises. Where we see in the entirety of that there's references to chesed mesim, which they can't argue. This one I'm talking about, they bring. Did Shmuel, even though this was Chana's tefillah, Shmuel wrote this? Shmuel wrote it, yes. Okay, so that's, that's right. so the rise from Shmuel, that Shmuel wrote that's this. From this. Uh-huh. But the Ma'as is exactly the same Rabbi Abba Nutter. That's the Gemara verse also. Where Hashem says, Ani Amis Vachaye, Machatzi Vanyarpa. And that's also exactly the same thing. Ani Amis Vachaye, Hashem says, I will kill and I'll bring back to that. 
Machatia al Panish by Yerpan al Hil. So the Gemara says, just like Machatia and Yerpa, has to talk about the same person. You can't heal someone you didn't, you didn't afflict. So if you punish them and you make them better again, you're talking about the same person. If that's the case, same thing. Hashem I'll kill them, I'll bring them to life. You're talking about the same person. You're talking about two different people. And some people Hashem kills and other people Hashem brings to life because you can't read the next part of the process. And some people Hashem makes sick and other people Hashem makes better. Why do you mean to make people better they never got sick? And therefore we have to say that in both categories you're talking about the same people and then also the Gemara is the same right as here that Tchiyas Amesim is we see a Makaris and Psukim for that. That's in the Torah itself. And that is that the same people who Hashem is made, this is Nechaya again. So that's the next part of Chad Nashira. Again, either it's referring to herself figuratively, that not even children are considered being done with a mace, or it's referring to the Zmani Yerusha Mashiach, so this will be what Akhadish Baruch will do for everybody. Okay, so tomorrow we'll go back to Kadesh Nashira.